Today is Tuesday, February 15th. The title for our devotional is Theology of Goodness. This week, we're talking about our culture of goodness in the church and how we should both be making a culture of goodness as well as be being formed by our culture of goodness, as we talked about yesterday. The big idea is that the church should have a culture of goodness. Today, let's look at a biblical theology of that concept of goodness. Good is a word that has so many meanings in our culture today that its force gets kind of diluted and generic. It's no different than the biblical languages of both Greek and Hebrew. In all languages, it it implies a high quality of a thing, uh, whatever that quality might be, whether it's morality, beauty, holiness, usefulness, etc., That being the case, there are a few key components of goodness in scripture that we need to factor into our concept of goodness to form a true biblical understanding of it. First of all, only God is truly good in all senses of good. Psalm 105 says, For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Mark 10, 17 and 18, Jesus is in a conversation with uh, the rich young ruler. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Therefore, like love, which we talked about a few weeks ago, goodness is then defined by God himself. Not our human experience or our imagination or our concept of what is good. No, goodness is defined by God and given to us by God's word in scripture. So if we want to know what is good, we look to God, his character, his nature, what he does and what he says. We do not then hold God to our standard of goodness. Instead, we define goodness by God. Secondly, what God does and says is then good. If God is good in his nature and character, then what he says and does is also good. Psalm 11968, you are good and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. There the psalmist links the decrees and God's goodness or God's goodness to his decrees. Creation is deemed good by God as what God creates. It is good. In Genesis 1:31, God saw that all that he had made and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. That is after he has created all six days of creation. God's law and his word are good. In Psalm 119:39, take away the disgrace I dread, for your laws are good. Romans seven twelve, the Apostle Paul writes, So then the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. God's gifts are also then good, as what he gives. James 1, 17, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Matthew seven eleven. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Thirdly, humans are not good. So God is good, and what God does and says is good. Humans are not good. That's the third one. Psalm 14, 1-3. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. Their deeds are vile. There is no one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. All have turned away, all have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. 
This is quoted by the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 3 as well. Really, all of Romans chapter 3 is making this point, but Romans chapter 3, verse 23, the Apostle Paul says it plainly, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Therefore, fall short of God's goodness. Fourthly, goodness is a product of our transformed life in Christ. Luke 6, 43 to 45. Jesus says, No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Jesus is emphasizing there is that to bring good and to do good, we need to have our heart made good. Therefore, transformed by Christ and the work of the Holy Spirit. Goodness, we also see in Galatians 5, is a fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, there it is, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Ephesians 2.10, we read, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Goodness in Scripture is often juxtaposed with evil, implying moral goodness as the referent and making it synonymous with righteousness in most cases. On this, J.I. Packer writes, The truly good man is no less than the truly righteous man. For, as the truly righteous man observes the spirit as well as the letter of the law, so the truly good man observes its letter as well as its spirit. The world thinks of righteousness as a merely negative rectitude and of the kindness and generosity that mark the good man as something more than righteousness. But biblical theology effectively identifies righteousness with goodness and goodness with righteousness by insisting that what the law requires is, in fact, love. Good works, then, are works of love, and the nature of love is to give to the beloved. Love to God is expressed in the gift of personal devotion, however costly. Love to men is expressed by doing them good, laying out one's own resources to relieve their need, and seeking their welfare in every possible way. For reflection time today, I invite you to taste and see that the Lord is good. As David says in Psalm 34, 8, in speaking of God's deliverance. In the context of that verse, it is as we take refuge in God through trials and experience his presence and faithfulness through these trials, we are tasting his goodness. The path to lacking no good thing, as he says a few verses after that verse, is to seek the Lord. He is the source of goodness. So by seeking him, our priorities change to recognize the goodness of God in all of life's circumstances, even the times in which it seems many things are lacking.